Ray, I don't know. Well, okay, I felt like I had to do this early because it just, well, it just happened like a couple days ago. And I know I'm supposed to go second this time. So if you have to save this for another time, whatever, I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's so hilarious. You know, you know how my name is Sydney Dawn Nicole Hall, and well, that's a whole other story. How I I am now Sydney, but anyway, when I was younger, my dad would always say that I he would go DJ. You have so many Dawnisms, and I never got what he meant by Dawnisms. But I think I'm understanding. I think that um, I say a lot of things <laughs> that. Uh, I don't know, that normal people wouldn't say, but I don't get them, you know, because when I'm doing something, Ray, I'm focused on what I'm doing. Okay, so this is what just happened, and it's really hilarious. I'll be walking around, and I just start laughing. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay, so anyway, so I have a client, of course, and he has an island in his kitchen, and I am helping him to create this fabulous, oh my gosh, this, <laughs> this fabulous extension. So I went out and I found this log. It's called butterflying your wood, okay? It's when you cut your wood, like you go find truly a log, and it's cut in half. So you see all of the beautiful grain of it, and they lay it open so that it, it's wider, right? And then... We can push it as wide as we want because we're going to fill the center in with resin. So this piece of wood is going to go and it's going to extend over the top of his original island only like, I don't know, five inches or so. Then it will extend out and then at the back end of that it will drop down to this square brilliant table that is attached to this butterfly piece of wood okay now I am standing there <laughs> you know it's like looking at this thing from above me hovering over now that it's passed it's really funny at the time I didn't find it so funny but it's funny okay so I'm standing there with the owner of the home whom I also went to high school with so there's a little bit of leeway there okay and then the installer and the installer's just a nice guy, just trying to be, you know, proper, correct. <laughs> so I'd say we're talking about the brace that needs to go underneath the butterfly piece of wood so that it can lag over that island just a little bit. I say to them, and now you've got to envision, right, with your eyes and your mind. <laughs> them I say to them gentlemen <laughs> I need four inches <laughs> Russ dad goes what he goes Sydney you should know this all men call that nine I look at him I go I, I don't want to see nine inches I want to see four inches and I'm trying to express to him how tall the brace needs to be, right? 
so Rusted goes, that's fine, Sid. You can call it four inches, but I'm going to call it nine. <laughs> so I now then go look at the installer. And the installer goes, hey, whatever, whatever you want to call that, I'm happy to make it. So I look back at Rusted and I go, hey, you and I need to get on the same page because I'm going to be leaving and I do not want to come back and see nine inches. <laughs> okay, so, so, you know, fast forward just a little bit, and in walks his wife, Rustad's wife. And I'm like, Kim, uh, you know, I need you to help me to express to these two guys what I'm saying. I said, I need a brace. We're talking about a brace here. And I only want to see four inches. She goes, no you don't. <laughs> you want to see nine, Sydney? I go, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm sweating because you guys aren't getting it and then I am going to leave and come back and it's going to be all wrong. Okay, so I leave and three days, three days, I am mulling this over. Like, oh my gosh, it's getting close to where those braces are going to be built. And I'm freaking going to walk in, and I'm going to see nine inches. So I, I text Rustad and just remind him again what I want to see. And then I am driving to the location, and it hits me. It hits me. These people are not talking about a brace. They're talking about other things. They're talking about other things. You know, we can't talk about those other things when I am trying to create art. I'm trying to create art. I'm trying to design. I am not thinking about those things. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Now here's one more for you, okay? Because I'm just rambling. So here's another <laughs> one. just happened yesterday. Okay, so I go on a date with a guy up to Park City. And it's this big festival up there. And I am trying to explain to him about Shemizzle, Shemazel, Harpin and Incorporated. I mean, no one knows. Na, 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 We're going to do it. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, that's, what's, what is that? It's uh, Laverne and Shirley. So I am trying to get him to understand what I'm saying. And he doesn't get it. So I say to him, because you know at the very beginning, Ray, how Laverne stands up on her toes and Shirley then bends down and then Shirley stands on her toes and then Laverne bends down. You know, that's how it starts, up and down and up and down. So I'm telling my friend today, because we're working at the computer, and I'm like, yeah, he wasn't getting it. So I said to him... <laughs> I said to him, okay, <laughs> I don't know, oh gosh, okay, anyway, when I go up on my toes, you go down, and then when you go down, no, when I go down, oh my God, <laughs> I said, when you go up on your toes, I'll go down, when I, when you go up on your toes, I'll go down, so I am telling her this story, and she is laughing to the point of tears. And I'm like, what is so funny? So explain it to me. Do you know, Ray, how strong 
that man had to have been to not say anything dirty or rude or he wouldn't have said anything rude just you know what I'm saying a little edgy he just went along with me and did what I asked him to do oh my gosh I had no idea that's only our second date you know <laughs> ah gosh anyway so the conclusion I'm coming to is that I think I think that maybe I'm saying a lot of things that I don't realize what I'm saying. Like when I talked about, you know, my Jeep, I told you this, when I drove my Jeep up to the wood place and the three girls are sitting in there and the one girl, I know I told you this, it doesn't matter, just pretend like you haven't heard because this just happened a few days ago too. And the girls behind the desk say to me, Sydney, is that your sexy Jeep out there? And I'm like, because she's lifted, you know, she's lifted, she's sexy. And I'm like, yeah. And they go, do you off-road her? And I go, nope, the only excitement that Jeep sees is that curb out there. And then I'm picking up all of the wood samples. So in my mind, I'm thinking as soon as the wood gets in her, she's going to feel strong. She's going to be heavy. She's going to be working, you know? And I go, but once I shove all this wood in her, she's going to be a happy girl. And the girls break up and they're laughing. And they're like, Sydney, do you know, we... Make a bet every time we see you pull up to how many references to wood you're going to make. And you have no idea. You have no idea what you're saying. Okay, anyway, right? That was a true ramble. Okay, I love you. I miss you. I love our followers. And again, I want to do lunch with everyone. And I want to know everyone. I want to know all that you do. I want to learn about you. I want to chat. I want to sit down. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be fabulous. Anyway, okay. Dare to be better with Ray and Sid. Well, hello everybody. Hello, Sydney. This is the fourth time I'm actually trying to record this. And I tried to lead off in earnest. Sydney beat me to it again with her inspiring story about wood. But uh, three times I was thwarted each time by an incoming phone call. And mind you, it wasn't 60 seconds in, it wasn't 90 seconds in, it wasn't even two minutes in. They made sure, all three times, that I was seven minutes in or deeper. I think one time it was approaching nine minutes. It's like, well, why would you cut me off in the beginning when you can do it as I figure I'm gonna be done and I can see the finish line and I'm like, oh, it's gonna happen this time, I'm, I'm gonna get it done. And a phone call comes in. And it wasn't even like I could play it off because there were a string of profanities that followed. And sure, I could edit that out, but what fun is that? I promised you guys and girls unfiltered content. And I just feel disingenuous if I'm going to chop it all up. But now I'm driving back to my office. And I figure, well, this will take five, ten minutes because traffic is always good for five, ten minutes when it should take three. <laughs> so I figure I'll have a chance to finish this. Ample time. And I turned off my ringer. It was so, again, I'm blaming callers for calling in when all I had to do was silence my ringer. <laughs> and I wouldn't be disturbed. Blaming other people for my problems. Man, oh man, if that is not the crux of the problems in the world today. No one takes accountability. See? But I took accountability for not taking accountability. 
Anyway, listen, I'm enjoying the summer right now. I'm loving this. It's been really, really hot here in the northeast of the United States where I reside. But I'm loving it because you don't have to chop humidity. You don't have to shovel heat. I don't mind the snow shoveling. It's the de-icing of three vehicles that drives me insane. Just because it takes two damn hours. I've got to get out there early, heat the vehicles up, melt the ice. You know, it's just, you can't be in a hurry to go anywhere. You got to start at 4.30 in the morning if you want to go to work and you have a normal job or whatever. Forget about it. Get kids to school. Get lunches made. You might as well just stay up all night. (laughs) But anyway, again, here I am bitching about a perfect life. (laughs) Or as damn close to perfect as I'm going to get it. But, Sydney, that was an inspiring story about wood. I, I, it brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> and the four inches versus nine inches. The fact that you still don't understand where people are going with that and why they're snickering and smirking like we're all in the fifth grade. Even the girls are throwing dirty jokes at you. <laughs> man, oh man. And I'm supposed to believe you're innocent and you don't get any of this. Dating like the wind as you do. Going up, going down. All right. Okay. I'll be the straight man, but I'll be the one that has the uh, filthy mind, right? Out of the two of us? Because I know all the dirty jokes and the punchlines. Is that how that's going to go? You going to throw Ray Ray under the bus? That's cool. (laughs) Anyway. I don't have much to bitch about today. I don't. Uh, I told you about a project I was doing in my side yard leading up to my patio and that worked out wonderfully uh, the pavers look great uh, the red mulch on top looks great I put down the weed barrier underneath it was fantastic I took pictures I promised you pictures and I guess I should post them at some point I just have to make sure that I crop them so that you know my neighbor's house isn't in there or whatever I just um, you know I don't want I don't want that out there I'm not uh, looking to blow them up and put them out in public without their permission. You're not supposed to do that. And it amazes me how many people do that and don't realize that that's actually against the law. Publishing any kind of photo or any kind of media of anybody's likeness, it's their intellectual property. And if you do so without their express consent, I know I sound like a ball game, but it's illegal. And they can mandate that you take it down or sue you for uh, whatever applicable laws apply to that. Applicable laws apply. Department of the Redundancy Department. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I really don't have a whole lot to complain about. The uh, the, mul- the red mulch looks great outside. I'm happy with it. I guess if I have anything I could bitch about, it's the amount of weeds that I have. But again, that's just because I wasn't keeping on top of it. But I'll get to it. it gives me something to do. Because clearly I have nothing else to do. (laughs) But I mentioned live dates last week. I think I mentioned Rock Out to Knock Out Cancer in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, August 7th. Uh, You can get tickets on TicketWeb, www or HTTPS or however you do that, TicketWeb.com. And in the the searching field, just uh, punch up Rock Out to Knock Out Cancer 22 and you'll be able to get tickets. They're very, very reasonable, and all the proceeds go to the American Cancer Society. 11th year I'm doing this. I don't make any money doing this. In fact, I take a significant loss 
yes, I get to write it off, but I still have to lay it out. Um, and your gift of whatever you want to donate, even if you can't make it, if you want to donate to the ACS directly or through TicketWeb or however you want to do it, it's all 100% tax deductible. So you get something uh, wondrous for your gift in, in the form of a uh, tax deduction at the end of the year. Get a nice little surprise. Oh, look, I get this back. Or a portion back, however they do it. I don't know. But uh, it feels good to give. And I mentioned... Did I mention the Roadhouse on September 10th? If not, maybe I'll concentrate on that next week and focus on the Pittsburgh date since that's coming up soon. Man, is it coming up soon. I have to... uh, I have to red-eye out to Pittsburgh. And I'll land late, late. Saturday night, early Sunday morning around midnight. And uh, take it from there. But the event is on Sunday. It's a matinee. 21 and up. You'll need ID. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of great talent on this roster, on this uh, bill. I am co-headlining it with uh, Megan Pennington and her band. Uh, Brian Genovese is back for like the 7th out of the 11 times we did this. And we've got E.J. Fabyszewski, and I know that name because it popped out at me. I'm Polish, too. And I'm probably one of the only people around who could pronounce his name properly. And in the press release, I made sure his name was spelled phonetically. See? It's nice having a Polak on the date. I could look out for these things. Um, there's a big who's who on here. I'm sure if you're from Pittsburgh, you've got one of your favorite bands showing up there. Somebody you've seen, you know, at one of the local... Uh, watering holes as they call them but it's going to be fun it always is and again it's for a great cause the American Cancer Society you know they do a lot of great things with that money and uh, again I don't want to get into any legal issues misrepresenting what they do with that money but uh, I know for a fact that uh, Dan DeMoise can tell you more about it Dan D-E-M-O-I-S-E he is the actual he calls me the co-founder but he's the founder. He's the one who went and foundered me. <laughs> and uh, this was his brainchild. He, uh, 11 years ago, approached me and said, you know, how can we raise money to, uh, you know, fight cancer, you know, fund cancer research, and one day try to eradicate cancer? And I said, well, you know, you could do bake sales. You could do... No, I didn't say that. Uh, we just thought we would put on, like, an open mic acoustic type of thing in the strip district in Pittsburgh at this Irish pub, very Irish pub, very authentic Irish pub. And uh, it just kind of snowballed into like months later, the first year we actually put this concert together. It was a full blown concert, full band, full everything at the Hard Rock in Pittsburgh. We sold 200 tickets to that first concert, which was capacity, absolute capacity. And uh, we told him, Dan had to look him in the eye and say, I will sell these tickets. And by God, we got 200 people on that list. <laughs> so it's been, you know, a Pittsburgh mainstay ever since. And I'm happy to be a part of it. So check that out. That's about as hard as I can plug something. But, you know, I'm fervent about it. I'm absolutely uh, 100% behind it. I've lost people to cancer. I know you have. I think everybody 
has lost someone they love to cancer. And it sucks. Cancer sucks. But what can you do? Anyhow, that's all I got, Sydney. That is my 10-minute rant. Um, I don't think I came close to entertaining people the way you did with the references to wood and nine inches of wood and making your girl happy, stuffing wood in her uh, <laughs> in her backside or whatever. But I did what I could. I mean, that was a tough act to follow. There's no way you should lead off next week if you're going to tell a story like that. You have to close with that. <laughs> uh, that's why I love you. That's why I miss you. You're the best. And you kids out there who listen, we love you too. Check us out, daretobebettershow.com. That's the website. Uh, all the shows, all the archives, photos, cool merch. That's my shameless plug. That's all I got, kids. Enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a hot one if you're where I live. But uh, you take care of yourselves and God bless.